Section 8 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 10, October 1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Greg Giordano. Perry's Explorations in 1898-1899. The Mission of the Diana, outlined in the National Geographic Magazine for July, see page 273, has been successfully carried out in every detail under the able management of Mr. H. L. Bridgman, Secretary of the Peary Arctic Club. More than a year's supplies have been added to the reserve stores of Peary, and full accounts obtained of his important explorations during the past twelve months. Thus far, merely an outline of his discoveries has been published. But, as Mr. Bridgman has stated in the preceding article, a more detailed account will soon follow. Instead of reaching Sherard Osborne Fjord on the north coast of Greenland, beyond the narrow channel which all sailing craft must take to reach that part of the globe, Peary was obliged to winter in Cane Basin, about fifty miles north of Cape Sabine. His ship stayed in latitude 79 degrees, and not 82 degrees, as he had hoped might be possible. Not having been able to establish his base of sledging operations near Sherard Osborne Fjord, he nevertheless ventured northward, during the winter four times, to Fort Conger, the headquarters of the Greeley Expedition, a point equally near the pole, but on the west side of the channel. These long trips were made both for exploration and also to establish caches of supplies along the west side of the channel, leading to the north, so that they may be available next spring, and during the time the party is engaged in its explorations next summer. These supplies and others that will be added to them will enable Peary to begin his researches on the north coast of Greenland, whether or not the Windward is able to land her stores at the proposed base in Sherard Osborne Fjord. In the south, Peary discovered that the so-called Hayes Sound, northwest of Cape Sabine, is only an inlet or bay. It was supposed by many that it extended through the Arctic Ocean west of Ellesmore Land and separated that country from Grinnell Land on the north. Peary's discovery proves that these regions are one and the same land, and he has thus been able to settle one of the most important geographical problems that awaited solution in that region. He also traveled west across the northern part of Ellesmore Land, which has never before been penetrated for any distance, and visited its west coast, joining his survey of the shoreline with a short bit of the coast further north, which Lockwood of the Greeley Expedition discovered in May 1883. This is the first time that any part of this coast has been seen south of the inlet visited by Lockwood. His various sledge journeys up the channel from the windward's position, Peary skirted the east coast of Grinnell Land and Grant Land for a distance of about 250 miles, rectifying the mapping of the shoreline in some respects, and particularly the surveys of a number of indentations. Fort Conger was the headquarters of the Greeley Expedition, and Peary was the first to visit the place since Greeley left it in 1883. The most northern point reached by Peary was Cape Beachy, almost 82 degrees north latitude. No effort to push forward has been made this summer, 
and Peary's winter camp has been established on the Greenland side of Smith Sound, several miles further south than his quarters of a year ago. Here he has landed all the remaining provisions of the windward, and all that the Diana brought him. The Diana reports landing the Stein party at Cape Sabine, and leaving them in good spirits for a winter in Ellsmore land. The hunting party led by Russell W. Porter of Boston left the ship at various points on the Greenland coast, and secured a number of walrus, reindeer, and other game, most of which was added to Peary's stores. Sveddrup in the Fram was frozen in near Cocktad Island, ten miles west of Cape Sabine, where he wintered about fifty miles south of the point, reached by Perry. Sveddrup planned the summer to work his ship up Kennedy Channel, leaving the Fram at some point along the coast for a sledge trip across or around the northern end of Greenland. End of Section 8